You know, as a business owner, I never have enough time, or maybe I do and I'm just not using it well. But that's okay because today I'm going to talk with Sagan Morrow about how to manage my time and save it as a business owner. Curious? You'll need to listen to the show. Okay, here we go. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the Digital Toolbox, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today, we're going to talk about time. Because as a business owner, it always seems like there's never quite enough. And today, we're going to talk to Sagan Morrow about how you can get more done in less time without burning out. She teaches busy, time-crunch solopreneurs how to build their own successful home-based businesses without the overwhelm. Through her online courses and business resources at saganmorrow.com, she specializes in productivity tips and action-oriented strategic planning for multi-passionate creatives. Sagan, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Lorraine. It is my pleasure. I'm going to drop in one more little note about your bio that I thought was fascinating. It says here that when you're not teaching solopreneurs or doing freelance work, you write romance novels. Yes, I am extremely multi-passionate. I I like doing all the things. Number one, I think that's awesome that you've got this kind of unrelated side gig, but also you must be really good at what you teach if you have time to run your business and write the occasional romance novel. Yeah, it, well, it was kind of funny because I have, you know, I started out my business as a freelancer and then I started teaching other freelancers. And then I really started honing in specifically on productivity because I myself was doing all these different things, right? And the entire thing with writing romance novels, I mean, I really had to learn to be extremely productive and manage my time really well because it is something that I just love doing. So I just needed to figure out a way to do it. That really leads me to my first serious or more serious question. I don't know. What's the first thing every business owner should know when it comes to time management? Because whether it's that passionate side gig or just time for their family, everybody wants to do more than just work in their business. Yes, absolutely. You know, the most important thing is energy management. Energy management is truly at the root of effective time management. So often we will look at our schedules and we'll look at our tasks and we'll think, okay, this takes me an hour to do this particular task. But we don't really take into account, does this particular task drain my energy or does it improve it? If it tends to really be a drainer on our energy, then we won't be able to have the space, the capacity, the bandwidth to do more afterwards. So when we take into account our personal energy levels, right, so we're not getting too tired or exhausted or burned out so that we can continue to be more creative, when we take that into account, then we can really start to manage our time so much more effectively. That is such an interesting approach to think about kind of scheduling your day in time blocks. And I think a lot of us do that. Okay, I'm going to work on bookkeeping now. I'm going to do this now. But really think about how do particular tasks impact you and being really very aware of what you stack up in your day so that you don't have too many of those just downer things back to back. It sucks the joy out of you and then you don't have any energy left for the things you want to do. 
Yes, absolutely. And it's going to be different for every person, right? Some of us are more energized by some tasks and others are more energized by other ones. But when we really think about what gives me energy, what boosts my creativity, what time of day Mm -hmm. am I more energized or creative, right? When we take into consideration all of those things, that is what makes us so much more productive. So I do not believe in toxic productivity because when it gets to a toxic standpoint, then it's no longer productivity. That is not real productivity. And I'm also, you know, the way I teach productivity is to get away from the glorification of busy work. Mm-hmm. It's not about being busy. It's not about trying to work ourselves to death. It's really about working so much more efficiently and managing our energy levels really well so that we can get so much more done in way less time. And we don't experience that burnout. We have that energy to do things that we love doing, such as writing romance novels um, <laughs> in <our> spare time. <laughs> as you say that, I'm really thinking about those days when I've stacked up two things that I felt like needed to get done, but both of them are really those time sucks. And there's that moment where I suddenly realize I'm just staring at my computer screen. I'm moving my mouse around. And so maybe I think I'm busy, but I'm not really getting things done. And when I'm more aware of, okay, today, this is what I'm going to do. It's just this one thing. And if I get this done by the end of the day, I'm going to feel like I had great success and I can give myself permission to wait on those other things. I get so much more done. Yes. And it's interesting when you really look at the amount of time, the amount of focused work that we are doing in a particular block of time. I mean, when we think about the, you know, seven or eight hour workday, how much of those hours or those minutes are you actually spending working and like really making progress as opposed to doing busy work or just staring at the screen or not really making that much progress, right? I mean, myself, I tend to work about 35 hours a week Mm -hmm. and I can do my romance novels, my freelance work, my teaching productivity, all of these different things. 35 hours a week is a really good amount for me. And if I start to go too much over that, unless I'm preparing for a really big launch or something like that, my energy levels just aren't there. And I can feel that I'm I'm not at my best. And so therefore, I don't see the point, right, in spending more hours on something when I could instead save it for another time, and I could maybe do it in a quarter of the time, because I will, I will actually have the energy to do it. That is probably one of the lessons that I and most of my team learned during the COVID quarantines, because suddenly we're all working from home. And so we can, although we've always kind of set our own schedules, we can really set our own schedules. And I like that two hours before, you know, before I even shower and get dressed, I like to grab a cup of coffee and get a little bit of work done and then break, shower, go out for a walk, and then come back at what normally would have been my original start time. And now I've got a couple thousand steps under my belt and I can take some time throughout the day because I had that early, early two hours when I was really nailing it because that's a good time for me. Yes, I love that so much. It's fascinating to me the way that we, you know, so many people pre-pandemic, right, (laughs) were really forced to work in a very rigid nine to five, Monday to Friday schedule. But that's not necessarily the right schedule for everyone. Mm -hmm. Some people are work so much better in the morning or in the middle of the night. My spouse and I, we both love working 15 days in a row and then taking six days off in a row, right? So really taking advantage of these different types of schedules and getting outside of that confined box Mm -hmm. that we've created for ourselves. Absolutely. So is it possible to have a successful business if you are kind of this multi-passionate person? You know, that you have two things that you really love. Can you really put that together and manage the time required? 
Yes, you can. The important disclaimer is that you need to be strategic about it. You need to be very clear and focused with what exactly your goals and your priorities are, and then structure everything in such a way that nothing does, you know, fall through the cracks, right? So I really encourage my clients to do a full business planning retreat, you know, really get at the root of exactly what they want from their personal life and their professional life and create their business, their entire business structure from there, working backwards with our goals, right? So understanding what we want from our life and then what what exactly do we need to get there and ensuring that all of the tasks that we work on, on a routine basis, somehow contribute to those, those short-term and longer-term goals. So the strategy piece is so, so important if we are juggling a lot of things. It's absolutely crucial or else things will fall through the cracks or else you will find yourself not doing anything very well, right? But it really is possible to have a successful business, to be multi-passionate and to prioritize and make progress with multiple different things, you know, relatively at the same time. That is such great advice. Sagan, this has just been an awesome way to spend a few minutes. Thank you so much. Yes, thanks so much for having me. If you've enjoyed my conversation with Sagan, be sure to check out. She's got this wonderful cheat sheet on her website. There'll be a link in the show notes, but it's saganmorrow.com slash save time. And while you're there, be sure to look around at some of the other cool stuff she's got stacked up on her site. Sagan, thanks again for being a part of the show. Thank you. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, if you'd like to find other business tips, be sure to hop over to the Digital Toolbox at digitaltoolboxin.com. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.